This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the fire What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having an amazing Saturday afternoon wherever you are around the world tuned in. Whether it's through our website, Pulse95Radio.com, the app at Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or even in the UAE on Pulse95 FM. It's great to have you tuned in. Coming up on today's show, we've got a bunch of things that I want you to be tuned into. One, the endorsement deals that happens with boot deals. Now, regarding any sport you play, there's always more to it when it comes to signing a deal. But what is it about the type of shoe you wear that dictates who you might play for? That's the first option. The second one, Hakan Suker. Remember the name? Well, from uh, World Breaker, athlete, goal scorer, to an Uber driver in the US. Find out why uh, the former Galatasaray striker has been exiled from Turkey and is now driving an Uber car in the US. Now, talking about the US, Odell Beckham Jr., the American footballer. Ever wondered how this person from going into probably the new generation of American footballers and what you aspire to be to being wanted for arrest. That's on the third segment. On the fourth segment, Game of Zones is back. That's right, folks. We focus on zoning into the game of the week as we get ready for the weekend full of action. On the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the this is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It's time! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. What are you guys up to on a Saturday afternoon? The weather is on point and we are feeling the vibes here at the studio. Um, on the show today now when it comes to endorsement deals i know some of you might think yeah but how how important is that actually it's very important because that may actually dictate in sports where you might be going who you might be playing under what your agent will be negotiating for you and some of the the numbers that came up here was crazy when i was looking into researching for this topic because endorsement deals and especially let's say footwear now when you think of footwear who do you think of? Let's say Nike, Adidas, Puma. Yeah, definitely 100%. But nowadays, what is it that's going to turn you to, you know, sign up with them if you're an athlete? Or even, you know what, if you're not an athlete and if you want to focus on your training and you know on this show, we like to talk about health and fitness. What is it that draws you to a brand? Is it comfort? Is it the way it looks? Is it the price? You know, many factors come into play and it's not different when it comes to athletes because personalization is something that could sway the athlete one way or another. And one of the things that, you know, I picked up on is Sadio Mane uh, from Liverpool had a pair designed by New Balance to celebrate his African Player of the Year award. That could be one thing, you know, when it comes down to the, you know, the fine touches, that could be something. James Milner, 
Manchester City in England player um, mentioned how Nike makes modifications for him which reduces his injuries and playing at the age in mid-30s and still playing at the top of his game might even win a league this year Liverpool fans um, that's something that I would definitely say Nike have you know touched upon and speaking about touched upon Cristiano Ronaldo's lifetime deal with Nike any guess what it's reported to be now I'm saying lifetime deal and Cristiano Ronaldo is at the top of his game how much do you think um, it's worth Text us on 4215 or do or slide into our DMs uh, on Instagram at Omar Alduri or Pulse95 Radio and tell me how much do you think that Nike lifetime deal is for Cristiano And I'll mention it in the next segment to see if you guys are listening. Um, Messi gets 12 million per year to represent Adidas. Air Jordan. Now, I know you think basketball, you think obviously Jordan is, is there, but the brand lives on and the legacy lives on. And if you were tuned into our show the other day, I mentioned who is the greatest of all time is it lebron james or michael jordan and air jordan lives on because air jordan were prepared to make raheem sterling the face of its operation by paying him a hundred million pounds a hundred million pounds oh my days a hundred million pounds to represent air jordan for raheem sterling um in addition to this there's also performance related bonuses which add to let's say the basic payment and you know when it comes down to that football uh, is a massive sport but then it also depends on how well you do then if the boot you wear as an athlete is different to who you support or team is sponsored by it causes conflicts but what would you do alia you're tuned in right now on the instagram live what would you do if Nike and Adidas were both fighting over you. Shout out to Rami, Yusuf and Anastasia as well for locking us down on this fine Saturday afternoon. Example, Ronaldo, for example. Cristiano Ronaldo has to be careful because Juventus of Italy are sponsored by Adidas. But he's getting X amount to wear Nike. So that's something that might change the way certain things happen. So let's say if he wears a hat and he and it's not Nike... He might be in a little bit of trouble while Neymar and, Christi- and Christian Bale, thinking Batman, Neymar and Gareth Bale don't have that problem because PSG and Madrid wear the same brand as the players who are sponsored. And that's also a factor that agents have to consider in the future and transfer of one of their players. So imagine how complicated that could be if you're a footballer and your team uh, is sponsored by someone else. You know, and that's something that you have to think of. Now, all of a sudden, it adds a different ballgame. Maybe Pogba. Paul Pogba at Manchester United uh, is, is, you know, thinking of transferring. But part of his transfer is package and image rights. And that depends on who he transfers to. So text us on 4215, or do or slide into our DMs and tell us how much do you think Cristiano Ronaldo's deal with Nike is worth? And I want to hear about it all after the break on the only place to be, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Oh, he lifts the car and what's a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Welcome back to the halftime show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport international local now if you're just tuning in and want to catch up on any of our shows don't worry you can listen to us on apple podcast or soundcloud all you have to do is head over there to those platforms type in the halftime show with omar Duri, and we are there all you have to do is click on there we've got some wicked guests 
covering some very important topics such as mental health, gut health, and also strength and conditioning, nutrition, you name it, with also maybe a few people you might recognize. If I'm going to drop those names, you got Tunde Ajayi, world boxing coach. You've got John Terry, Chelsea and England captain, also now assistant manager, Aston Villa. And you have some fantastic people like the world jiu-jitsu champion in the world of jiu-jitsu from Iraq. The female Ishtar Azawi is also on there and some local talent as well. Uh, so make sure you head over there and listen to our shows. And if you like it, share it. And if you share it, let us know what you think. You know, um, We're talking today uh, about endorsement deals and how much it affects sports. Now, if you tuned in on the first segment, we spoke about how much do you think you know, it makes a big deal to be with Nike or Adidas or Puma or New Balance. Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo's deal with Nike is worth $1 billion. Now imagine how much money he's getting just by being connected with Nike. That's insane. I had a few guesses in, but I didn't get $1 billion, so I thought I'd shout that out. Um, now, speaking about old, old legends in the game, does anyone remember the name Hakan Suker? Hakan Suker is a Turkish, uh, the greatest Turkish ever goal scorer, and once one of Europe's most prolific strikers. He's considered a legend in the game and is now driving an Uber car in the US. Now, we spoke about mental health on the show and what it can do to you, but what did it cause for this to happen? How did he end up driving taxis and selling books for a living? in the US, in exile from his home country. Now, according to an interview with German newspaper um, Welt and Sontag, the 48-year-old former striker's life has taken an unusual and troubling turn since retiring from football in 2008. He claims that a rift with the president of Turkey, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, has exposed him to death threats, false accusations, and a lack of access to funds. Suker scored 51 goals in 112 appearances for Turkey between 1992 and 2007. He was part of the Turkish side that finished third at the 2002 World Cup. So how can you go from that to driving an Uber? This is, you know, something that I, when it comes to politics, I've always said, you know, regardless of how good the footballer is, don't get involved in politics. And this is a key example. Now, I, I definitely don't believe that he deserves to be exiled and sent out of the country but i do say you know when it comes down to these things footballers use their platform for a positive you know to, to raise awareness on very important factors and the former blackburn player spent the majority of his career at galatasaray and is the all-time leading goal scorer in the turkish league so after retiring from football he went into politics and in 2011 Chuka like won a seat in turkey's parliament as a member of Erdogan's Justice and Development Party, but he was also tied to Fethullah Gulen, a Turkish Islamic scholar and rival of Erdogan, whom the Turkish president blamed for something to do in 2016. But then again, why? Why get yourself involved in politics? You know, it's, it's such a tricky subject to be talking about. And if you're using your platform as an athlete to be able to create awareness, like Raheem Sterling has done for Manchester City in you know, trying to kick out racism. I'm 100% behind that because that's something that people need to be educated about, especially in countries that's, that it's still going on in. But when you're getting into politics and you're trying to make a difference and things go awfully wrong, this might be a key and a classic example of 
what happens when things go wrong. And and I'm, again, as I said to you, you know, it was really sad when I saw this report because Hakan Suka was a legend in the game. Uh, and now he's in the US. So someone in the US might be very lucky when you get Hakan Suka as your Uber driver and ask him questions for me. <laughs> in fact, I'd love to get him on the show. So yeah, if you do know which Uber car Hakan Suka is, please Text us on 4215 or do or slide into our DMs on Instagram and tell me how I can connect them because that guy is a legend. Coming up next, folks, Odell Beckham Jr. is in a bit of trouble. Now, what some may consider the face of the new generation of American footballers is in trouble for reasons I'm going to dis- uh, reveal after the break. Find out next why he's in trouble on the Halftime Show on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Paduri on It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international and local. Anna Schofield is in the building. No, she's not in the building. She's on the Instagram live, giving us her feedback. She just uh, saw Lewis Capaldi, and she's a massive fan. So shout out to you. I'm so glad you got a chance to enjoy that with friends and family. And speaking about friends and family, certain person might not be uh, in the good books of his family. Cleveland Browns receiver... Odell Beckham Jr. is in trouble. Now, for those that don't know, um, he's kind of an icon in the US and he's a a role model for a lot of kids in the new generation when it comes down to the American football scene. But he's in trouble at the moment and he's in trouble because he's... uh, What's the right way to say this? Uh, Basically, a video of of, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. showed him smacking the backside of a security officer while celebrating his former University Louisiana State winning college football's national championship. Now, the importance of being a role model and the pressures of being an icon, um, I don't know how it feels like, but if you do, let us know. Text us on 4215. The pressures of representing someone, this could be any industry, this could be sports, this could be business, this could be IT, this could be law. When you're at the top of your game, people look up to you. When they look up to you, that puts a lot of pressure on you acting a certain way. Odell Beckham Jr. is massive. And even for those, you know how I know someone's big in the game is sometimes when you don't even know um, the sport well and yet you know his name, it's huge because all of a sudden now you've appealed to a crowd outside of the one that follows you. And that's, you know, huge. And, and you know, Odell Beckham Jr. finished 2019 with 74 catches for 1,035 and just four touchdowns in what his first season was with the Browns. So for those that don't know, he, he's, he's incredible. As an athlete, he's very marketable. He's put himself, you know, on the scene to be able to be known and noticed and and that's huge for a guy like that you know it's i can't begin to tell you to get in trouble for well that is not allowed as well but for just kind of playing a joke whether it's seen as funny or not in your hometown and then having uh, an arrest like a warrant arrest for you that is really really bad for him and now instead of focusing on the football he's kind of now looking at you know possible jail time and 
he's he's 27 years old. He um, wow. He's 27 years old, and he's he's someone that has won, you know, offensive rookie of the year. He's been all over the tabloids, all over the newspapers, all over social media. He is huge, and now there's an arrest for him, which is unreal. You know, when you think about it, how do how do athletes? differentiate between the two do you stay off social media we know how much technology is playing a huge role we know how much social media is playing a huge role it's a way to bridge the gap and i've spoken about this in terms of the players tribune it's a way to bridge the gap between the fans and the athletes so it just feels like you're closer to them there are boundaries and there are levels and i'm not sure he's in anyone's good books at the moment um, regarding that and I'm kind of worried for him because sometimes something so small could turn out to be so big and we've seen that with someone like Conor McGregor who fights uh, tonight in the US or tomorrow morning for us in the UAE against Donald Cerrone he's rose to stardom like crazy and he is a household name and he's added so much to the UFC but also his controversy hasn't done him any favors and that's something you know um there has to be a, like a balance between the two. Uh, so as an athlete, I'm not sure how you differentiate between social media and between your skill set. And uh, coming up next, folks, we answer your questions, give you a couple of shout outs and Game of Zones is back. That's right. You heard it right, folks. Game of Zones is back where I zone into the game of the weekend. And we'll give you a few cheeky shout outs. I know you know who you are on social media once we're back after the other. You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal. This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Welcome back. Now, if you're just tuning in, where the hell have you been? <laughs> it's been a great show so far. And I'm delighted for those people who have been tuned in. And shout out to uh, Coco, Franklin, Jose, uh, Malta Mimi, Mercedes, everyone for tuned in, Maria, and obviously Fatima Alduri uh, tuned in all the way from Egypt. So thank you so much for tuning in. On the last segment, folks, it's already kind of almost full time on a halftime show. A couple of things we want to run your way um, for those people that are into the, you know, horse racing and especially what a, what a sport by this. Anyone tried horse riding? It is very, very tough. It's not easy. You might watch it. It looks graceful and everything, but it's very hard to control. The 20th Sharjah International Show Jumping Championship is on um, and it's on at the end of the month from the 29th to the 1st. Make sure um, you, you tune into that. A lot of great things happening in Sharjah, obviously, and that's one of them at the Sharjah Equestrian and Racing Club. So please, please, if you're around, go down and check it out. That's one thing I definitely say you need to do. And also happening in the UAE, the if you tuned in the other day on Wednesday, we spoke about the Arabian Gulf Cup, and it was between Al-Nasr and Shabab Al-Ahli, and Al-Nasr just, just, uh, you know, showed that edge to get through Alvaro Negredo for those people who who recognize the name used to play for Manchester City in the Premier League he scored the fastest goal in Arabian Gulf Cup history to lead Al-Nasr to their second title after a hard-fought 2-1 victory against the defending champions can we add as well uh, at Zahabit Stadium on Friday night um, what a game actually first half was really really good 
uh, very quick transitions between the ball, playing between the lines was quite good. Negredo, you know, I had to kind of go back and remember he was there about 10 to 12 years ago in the Premier League. He's only 34 and looking after himself very well. Uh, and, and also, you know, Ricardo Oliveira, um, former Al Jazeera striker, you know, held the previous record for the fastest goal after his six-minute strike in the in the 2012-2013 competition. But Negredo now tops that after scoring after a minute. Um, and the game was very, very tight. But however, now you move back onto the league and thank you to Walid al Hosseini, the CEO of the UAE Pro League, for giving us the insight. Uh, it looked amazing as a spectacle and it looked on point as well. Speaking about on point, I've got to tune this down a little bit, take this up and then bring you something a little bit more different in the Game of Zones. Because you know why, folks? Game of Zones is back and this week we are picking none other than Liverpool versus Manchester United in the week weekly game to zone in and what a game this could turn out to be. Liverpool have been outstanding this season since completing, you know, a league double. I mean, pretty much beating everyone. They've only kind of dropped two points, I think, in the whole season. But Jurgen Klopp has struggled against Manchester United and I was shocked to see that's the team that's given him the most trouble out of the famous top six. And I'm looking at the stats as well. Manchester United, you know, people might say, yeah, they're not the team they used to be and everything. But they've lost a couple of games this year, but have turned up against the big teams, apart from Arsenal. <laughs> um, since completing a league double over Manchester United in 2013-2014, Liverpool have, have won just one of their 11 Premier League games against United. They drew five and they lost five. And that tells you, is it something that Manchester United are doing? Is it maybe a different approach that Klopp looks at? Manchester United are winless, though, in their last four away matches against Liverpool in all competitions. They've drawn two and lost two since a 1-0 win in January 2016 in the Premier League. And Liverpool have lost 28 Premier League matches against Manchester United, eight more than any club. So that tells you something about Manchester United and exactly the way that I normally see. You know, people are saying, can Liverpool go the whole year unbeaten? I'm not sure. I'm not sure they can, but it might take one of these games to knock them off their stride. Among the 31 teams Jurgen Klopp has faced 10 or more times during his managerial career, his worst win ratio is against Manchester United, 20%. He's played 10, won two, drawn six and lost two. So is there hope for you Manchester United fans, text us on 4215 or do or slide into our DMs on Instagram at Omar Dury or Pulse95 Radio. What's the score going to be between the game of the weekend, Manchester United, or should I say Liverpool versus Manchester United at Anfield? It's going to be big, folks. I know this is predicted to be a Liverpool win, especially with the fact that Fabinho might be back and Matip might be back as well. And Fabinho is, is key. Uh, in, in Liverpool's, let's say, race endurance-wise. Maybe not as a sprint, but definitely as an endurance marathon. He is going to be a key player. And that's going to be tomorrow uh, at 8.30 p.m. in UAE time. So make sure you, um, you tune into that. There's been a lot of predictions and a lot of, let's say, uh, criticism of, uh, you know, Manchester United this year. 
but something tells me there might be a twist in the tale and they might actually surprise a few people. Uh, that's, that's basically saying that Klopp has almost been perfect in the Premier League this year. Um, what a, you know, what a, what a squad when you look at how many games they've played and to be able to say they've won 20 out of 21 games and just drawn one. They've scored 50 goals and only conceded 14, which is obviously the least conceded in the whole league. Their record is almost perfect and they've got 61 points out of a possible 63. Manchester City and Leicester City are behind them with 47 and 45 points, but the gulf in levels is unreal. Um, and that's something that I want to... I'm kind of... I'm hoping that Manchester City give them some sort of competition, but I really can't see unless Liverpool lose at least two to three more games. And that's basically the difference at the moment. Liverpool have not lost any games. Manchester City have lost five and Leicester have lost five. So that is insane. It shows you how consistent they've been. And now with Champions League coming back... Um, Liverpool have already been to the World Club Championship and also won. So they are the best team on the planet. I asked you on one of my shows earlier this year, if you check out the podcast, is Liverpool the best team on the planet? The answer is looking yes, folks. And I wish my, I wish my predictions were often right about Arsenal, but they're not. So we are reaching full time on the halftime show. I hope you had a great time. Remember... You can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 3 to 4, on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Salam. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.